following podcast is brought to you by Marks with Mikes. I have no problem calling people Marks. No, no, he's thinking don't tell me! Mark. Don't tell me! Mamma mia! Mamma mia! Are you kidding me? Mark is. Welcome to the Marks with Mike's podcast. Here are your hosts, Mr. Six Foot Nine, the homeboy Doug Douglas, and Dre the Juice Man, with special guest Timothy Jaconia. Episode number 92 on this Halloween theme episode. <laughs> I am here. It is me, Mr. Six Foot Nine, JT the Godfather. I am joined by Timothy Jaconia. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Timothy Jaconia. Back for my, what is this, fourth episode now, huh? Looks like number four, man. Looks like number four. Before we get started, man, I definitely want to do two things before we get started. First thing I want to say is I want to send a special rest in peace to John Witherspoon, better known as Pop's granddad, a big part of the culture. So sad to see him go so young, 77 years uh, young and uh, so much great things ahead. Definitely hit me hard. Felt like I lost a family member of mine, even though we're nowhere near related. So rest in peace to John Witherspoon. And on to some happier news. Happy birthday to our other co-host, the homeboy Doug Douglas, Happy who was birthday, out. Happy Doug Douglas. Who was out celebrating his birthday right now. I definitely want to say thank you for being a big uh, part of my life thus far. It was great getting the chance to run into you, and we have a lot of great things in store. So, happy birthday. Happy uh, Dre the Juice Man, who was out on assignment, he will be back on next episode, I promise, when we hit episode number 93. But I'm not going to continue to keep talking about those things. Let's talk about what happened in this crazy world of professional wrestling, this crazy world of wrestling 25-8. So, a lot of big things that did happen. One thing I'm going to let you guys know I'm not going to cover, I am not covering Whatsoever, that shit show that was Monday Night Raw. Wah, 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 wah. That was horrible. Good matches, horrible storytelling. Who doesn't know how to work a forklift? Obviously, Seth Rollins. I, just, I did ring announcing the other night, and better believe, as soon as I was done, I watched the videos of me doing it. So when Seth Rollins watches himself sounding like a child screaming for candy on Halloween, who knows how to work this? Come on, come on. He needs to work on himself. Yeah, he, he, he does. He, he needs to bring that hill out that I so desperately want, the whole rest of the world wants. This good guy, Seth, it ain't it, fam. Not when, what When he Seth. turned on the shield, that was my favorite time of him. Yeah, it yeah. It showed, he just, in his eyes, you've seen it in his personality. It's just when he's trying to be a good guy, it just seems like he's only trying to make Vince happy. And when you're only trying to make Vince happy, you end up being booed like Roman. Yep, uh, we've seen how that's worked in the past, and looks like we're going to get that same type of feeling here in the future. But let's talk about great things that did happen. We're not going to talk about Raw, but we are going to talk about what happened on Tuesday. I am skipping over Tuesday night uh, dark, AEW dark. We're going to skip over that because, I mean, the results were pretty much 
everywhere on the internet before you even watch the show. And also, I want to talk about another big premiere that happened on Tuesday. I want to talk about Impact Wrestling. <gasps> I said it. Impact Wrestling. Impact. We, we have not covered Impact Wrestling on this show thus far. We did a couple recaps of major pay-per-views, but man... Shout out to Impact for that major, major debut on Access. A lot of great matches that went down. A big congratulations goes to Sammy Callahan for finally climbing the mountaintop and becoming the Impact Heavyweight Champion. Uh, I'm definitely excited for what's going to happen with Impact on Access. The picture looks a little bit more crisper. Um, looks like that Anthem is throwing all their, their coins out at this. And Access looks like the home of wrestling because... Even on Saturday, they have, wow, Women of Wrestling. They have New Japan that goes on. They have ROH that goes on, I believe, on a Sunday or Monday. I mean, they have wrestling covered three shows and make that four shows with Impact. So I'm definitely happy to see what happened with Impact Wrestling. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the future. But one thing I do want to say is Ken Shenrock. Man, does that guy look jacked to be his age. He looks like Al Bundy on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. But at, at, at the same time, man, he looks good. But I wonder when he signed that contract, did he for once think that my next match is going to air on TV? I'm going to be grabbing Joey Ryan's dick. Like, uh, you know, this is, this is a former UFC champion, a UFC Hall of Famer. And he's going to be grabbing penises. Uh, well, not penises, just one. Just Joey Ryan's penis. But at the same time, it's like, let's be honest. If this was happening in WWE and they said, Brock Lesnar, I need you to get this guy over, you got to grab a stick. I don't think it would happen. I don't think Brock Lesnar would do anything dumb like that. I don't think it would happen either. But, you know, hey, it can happen to a better guy like Ken Shamrock. He deserves it for all the shit. He, you know, he went through a lot and he never made it to that. You know, I mean, the true fans know who he is, but everyone knows Stone Cold, The Rock, Road Dogg, DX, Shawn Michaels. Nobody really knows Ken Shamrock unless you're a UFC, you know. If you follow wrestling, UFC, that's how you're going to know him. But other than that, I feel like he deserves this this little push towards the end of his life. <laughs> well, the, the end of his career, I mean, the world's, the world's most dangerous man is going to be the world's most dangerous dick grabber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's enough uh penis references uh another great thing that did happen on tuesday we also had to talk about another great episode of nwa power which is definitely shaping up to be a great series once again i cannot say it enough the studio feeling the studio set the old school cameras it just makes you feel like that you went inside a time machine and you're going back. I mean, you're literally going back. Now, some fans on Twitter are not happy with some of the comments that Jim Cornette made towards some Twitter users, but I'm not going to weigh in too deep on it, man. Here's the thing. Jim Cornette is the biggest professional wrestling hill. Far, far, far oh, as yeah. a manager. We've all I'm, hated him. I mean, everyone's hated this guy at some point, but you got to understand, it's a work. It's literally a work. I mean, I, I got the chance to meet this guy in Nashville at uh, the the NWA was it NWA seventieth uh, anniversary when uh, Cody had the match versus Nick Aldis. He is literally that's his character. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that he wasn't being malicious towards that towards that Twitter user, 
But I will say, if you follow Jim Cornette's career, this is just him. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And we got to learn, man. Hey, this is the business. He's Jim Cornette. He's old school. He doesn't turn his personality off. He doesn't ever turn his gimmick off. I mean, unless he's at the airport or whatnot. But if he's on Twitter, he's Jim Cornette, the bad guy. He's that bad. He's, you know, out of the two announcers, you always got to have a good announcer, bad announcer. On the shoulder, you have the devil, the angel. He plays the devil, and he plays it very well. I mean, even, even if you go back to the days of the old school Rawls, when you had Jim Cornette, I'm sorry, not Jim Cornette, but yeah, even when you had uh, Jim Ross and Jim Cornette, you had uh, you had a good guy, bad guy. I mean, that's just his persona. So to that Twitter user who I'm not going to mention because I don't want to put them on blast, <laughs> and it's not that I'm talking bad about you at all, period. Just want you to understand that. It's, yeah. that it's, it's just the fact that this is the business. We have to have tough skin. Some of those things, yeah, probably shouldn't have been said, but... You know, if you're in the if you're follow professional wrestling, you know this is all part of the game. It's 2019. Everyone's sensitive, but you got to realize, in the eyes of NWA and their fans, it's back in the 80s. Exactly. So it makes perfect sense to those guys, mm-hmm. to to the new stream watchers and the ones that you know just got onto wrestling 10 years ago. You know, this is all new to them. But uh, this is this is old. This is old to me. I quite frankly, if Tell you what, if Jim Cornette, you know, drug drug my name on Twitter, I will take that as a fucking stamp. Like, you took the time to actually talk about me. I'm going to instantly get Twitter famous because people are going to retweet this shit. And, uh, you know, people are going to know me. I'm going to probably gain 10 to 15 more followers just because Jim Cornette talks shit about me. Marks with Mike's is going to take off. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, we're, we're almost towards... 2000 I mean 2000 followers I mean he has not nothing to brag about to most people but god damn it I love each and every one of my followers all 1956 of them uh, I love you guys too <laughs> <laughs> what are we on to next buddy uh, what are we on to next let's talk about the big thing that did happen the Wednesday night quote unquote war or as I call it Wednesday night wrestling because I'm so fucking happy Wednesday night wrestling AEW NXT both shows putting on remarkable shows once again I'm going to start off with NXT only because it's been on Wednesday nights before AEW bingo so uh, with NXT man right out the gate kicks you right in your mouth with some hot action man tell me what was the best part of Wednesday night for you. Let's start off with that first match. I mean, I I love the uh, motivation, the admiration, uh, the drive of Candice LeRae, but I just cannot get behind her. It's it's one of my one of my things. It's if I can't get behind you, I will not be behind you. Um, the match was good. She busted some blood. You know, showed some color, and that's I give her that. I give her all the credit in the world. Same thing with Seth Rollins. I give him all the credit in the world. I just can't get behind him. Um, the ma- like I said, the match was great, but I feel like if she wasn't Johnny's girl, she wouldn't be anything really special in NXT. What about yourself? I mean, honestly, it took a while for me to get behind Johnny Gargano. And let me just make this disclaimer. I am not from Cleveland. I'm from Miami. Well, I'm from the Miami area, originally Boynton Beach. Shout out to the 561. But, you know... I can't really get... It took me a while to get behind Johnny Gargano. It took me a while to watch some of his matches, to, to feel his spirit out, to feel this type of character. Then I, instantly, I was hooked. Um, same thing goes for Candice LeRae. It's going to take a while for her to grow me as a character. As a wrestler, she has it. To me, she, she has it. 
she definitely has has that it factor. I just need her to turn it up three more notches for me. She has the drive. Yeah, she has the drive. If she turns it up three more notches, hook, line, and sinker, you're 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 right in there. Who's a uh, girl from Cleveland on Raw? Girl from Cleveland on Raw. Uh, we're talking about Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. That's what I feel Candice LeRae will turn into if she doesn't find that spark. She'll turn into somebody who's just the hardest worker, but at the end of the line. Yes, and she, yeah. that's that's exactly what happened to Dana Brooke, and I I feel for her. She's got good moves. She's always she's the first one in the gym, last one out, and that's probably the same thing Candice LeRae does. But unless you have that wow factor, you're not going to make it too far in any league. Yeah, that that's that's so true. I mean, you you got to bring more to the table than just a great move set. I mean. That's the only thing that's missing from her, in, in my opinion. If she she can turn that one little notch up, as far as her character, then there's there's no reason why she can't be the next the next big thing in NXT, as far as the women's division. But uh, <laughs> one one of my favorite comments by Merle that night was Candice LeRae's nose is leaking like a political document. <laughs> Morrow is literally this generation's best announcer. He's got the best. He said something there was a, uh, during that women's match, and he said these these two are feuding like. And I, I'm not familiar with the rap game these days. He know he he uh, named two women rappers, I guess, that are feuding right now. And he's always got. Um, when was it? Uh, Shayna Shayna Baszler. He said. Uh, he said. Um, who she was facing, blah, blah, blah. She cannot stand the rain. And that is like Missy Elliott could not stand the rain of, of the rain of this champion coming out to the ring right now. He always knows exactly what to say at exactly the right time. I would love just to hang out with Morrow like bef- before the show and after the show. He just seems like a legit laid back cool dude. Like he, he really does, man. Like a cool so, uncle. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Shout out to Morrow, man. Mama Mia. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but... Great, great matches that did go on uh, for NXT. We had, we definitely had a great, um, we had a great tag match. A very great tag match uh, between the women's tag team champions, the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane, versus Team Kick, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. That was actually a pretty good match, and I'm definitely happy that the title's actually being, being defended like they said yeah. they would. On all three brands. But what would have happened if they would have won, though? I mean, that really that's that's the, that's what I don't like is that being a wrestling fan and having a brain, I know it's not they're not going to win. But at the same time, that match did pull both ways to the fact where I was very entertained. And that green mist, I'll tell you, that shit is awesome. The first time she did that, I jumped off my couch. Even tonight when she or I watched it tonight, I didn't get to see it last night. I was on the couch sick. Uh, thanks for all the prayers, by the way, everybody. I'm better. Uh, but when they did that, uh, that was amazing to me. And uh, I think that the old school bringing that back from uh, the Japanese days and 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 that they they mentioned who she got it from. I just I think I think the whole culture of it and going back to NWA, bringing the old school back is just that's that's where it's at. That's the bee's knees for me. Yeah, it, it is, man. I mean, to to me, just just seeing that green mist, you know, it gave you a lot of uh, throwbacks to the great Muda. Gave you for the younger fans to who Jerry. watched it do, during the nineties to Jerry. Mm-hmm. You know, so I love the green mist. I'm just waiting for Oscar and Kyrie saying to make that full transformation to full on hill. I want to see. I want to see Oscar with with the face paint, full face paint over her face. Same thing for Kyrie saying like. 
I like the slow progression. Mm-hmm. The, the I, I said I was going to talk about Monday Monday Night Raw, but the only thing I can say is is I'm definitely happy that they wrote Paige off in a great way. Thank God. And I'll just jump. I'll, I'll make it short and sweet. It makes me sick to my stomach that Paige is even allowed to walk through those curtains, have her own movie. After the disrespect that she brought to the women's title and having to let somebody's semen all over it, that to me was just completely, completely uncalled for. And, and I just think she would, she should never be allowed back. But seeing that miss hit her fit, I jumped up and I screamed at my TV, yeah, you stupid bitch, that's what you get. You came on the title, you just got a green mist coming on your face. Yeah, but it, it was it, it was definitely a great a great moment. Uh, just just seeing the Kabuki Warriors be able to transition from just regular characters to full on heels. I just think it's awesome the fact that they come out and like you said, they're slowly progressing. They're not coming out. Oh, we're good guys. Now we're bad. It's not immediate like that. They're coming out and uh, Kyrie had a little bit of makeup on tonight, and she's getting way more into character. The fact that um, you got you got green mist on your face. The ref's going to see that. So when she made the cover, she put her hands, she made sure that, you know, um, Dakota Kai made sure she rolled over. She hit the elbow drop on the back of her. And then when she rolled over, she covered her face. And then when the ref did see it, it was too late to call the match back. I mean, yeah, there's, hey, there's no tape backs. Doesn't happen. Doesn't, Doesn't happen at all. Nope. Uh, but the women's division, to me, by far, if you're even, I don't like to use the word compare, but if you're going to put these up side by side, AEW, NXT, AEW has a, a, a ways to go, ways to go before they can be on the NXT level when it comes to the women's competition. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now, everyone on that women's roster is pruned and ready. There's two in particular, four horsewomen, who need a little bit more work. But, you know, it's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of time. When all the women came out, usually when the women come out like that and they're stopping them, it's always like, oh, here we go. That was awesome. That was an awesome thing last night. And all the women came out, and it was just so believable because of the hatred. And now they got their own war games match. Man. Can you believe that? I've been waiting for a women's war game, I don't Props know, the women. since WCW. Yeah. So I'm definitely happy that we're going to get one this this year at TakeOver. We're going to have two. And my girl Rhea in there, she's going to demolish those girls. I am so looking forward to that. So looking forward to it. Another great match from NXT. Uh, we had uh, Shane Thorne versus uh, Bryce, Bryson Reed. I like how he's going off on his own, Shane Thorne. When they came out with the tag team, what was it, TK69 or <laughs> TM22? Or I just I think it was dumb. It was like, you know, we're best friends and we're here to fight and we're going to win. It's like that, that whole cliche, the Marty, the Marty Gennetti, the Shawn Michaels, it's done. We want to see what people can do on their own. TM61, uh, that, that, that was the name, but they were a great team in NXT until one of them got injured, and then the other one got injured, and it kind of just flattened their push. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I'm glad that they were able to uh, do something with Shane. Shane's actually uh, looking good in the ring. He looks very good as a solo star. Uh, but I, can, I can't wait to see what happens with, uh, with Reed here. Reed looks great. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially in that mid-card area until, until they build him up until, of course, the NXT Championship. Who did he face? Bronson? Yeah. That that off the top, big another another big guy that can do high-flying moves, and that's what the big guys in these in this league, and that's from uh, the War Raiders, which I'm going to keep, keep calling them the War Raiders. They're not Vikings to me. Um, those guys can move, and the big guys like Keith Lee, they can move now, and that's, that's making the little guys... 
want them to do more. And I think just all around, and like you said, I'm not a fan of AEW, but it's going to make them better. It's it's going to make them better. And sooner or later, I might be watching them. But as soon as, like we've said in the last podcast, and we're not going to waste as much time as we did last time on it, but as soon as they stop steering away from uh, competing and start just doing, that's when you're going to get me as a fan. Bingo. Bingo. Uh, another another uh, great match. Cameron Grimes, Tyler Bate. Man, Great match. I I didn't I didn't want anyone to lose that match because they both look great. Fight forever. Literally, literally. I mean, great match. This, that was a takeover caliber match without any stipulation. I love Grimes. I just love his his, per, his the personality. The the one promo he cut when he first came out though, when he lost that competition to make mm. it. He's like, I lost, and it was bright daytime outside. It just it it, it hit wrong, yeah. but it bounced back. It, it bounced back quick for me. I, I love the gimmick. Cameron Grimes' gimmick reminds me of Loveless from Wild Wild West, the mm. one with Will Smith with the hat. But but I love it. Uh, I, I, I definitely love the gimmick. I can't wait to see the elements they're going to add to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, finally... Wait to see him on a takeover. He gives it his all on a Wednesday night. Wait till you see him on a takeover. Man, takeover is going to be something special. Uh, of course, we had the Undisputed Era versus uh, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. That was great. Bro. I mean... The bro, man, man, that's him and Keith Lee together though. That striking, his the the striking and speed of Riddle with the size and strength of Lee. But it, it, here's my thing. I think I think that Matt Riddle could team with anybody, and it will be a great tag team. And it's the same thing with Keith Lee. He can team with anybody on the roster, and it's going to be a great tag team just because that big guy can move like he's a small guy. They mesh well. They mesh very well. And he's got the strength though. Yeah, I got this. You know, the, back in the day, it was you know, the big guy had the strength, the little guys the speed, and like I just said, you, you get the big guys with the speed and and the, the the ability to jump off the top ropes and to do front flips, and uh, it's it's amazing to me the whole NXT and and to me, I've been watching NXT for a while. They're just getting started, just just getting started. So out of that match, we end up with another War Games match. So. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we have two war game matches, men and women, and then we cannot forget to mention Finn Balor's promo. Wow, goosebumps. Big-time goosebumps. That's the kind of promo that wrestling needs to be about. You need to come out, and you need to make people think, this this guy's going to find him in the airport. He's going to find him on the street. He's going to beat the hell out of him. The fact that he brought up, uh, Bray Wyatt being pushed and said that oh this guy comes out with a mask on well I'm taking mine off and then, and then he said I don't watch this I don't watch this this uh, this business this business watches me and the fact that eye contact and he's gonna put him back in the hospital it gave me goosebumps I watched I literally watched the promo three times I had to rewind it, it just the fact and then the the all black spotlight on him it's what wrestling needs to be. If you're if you're going to be in the microphone fully dressed with a microphone, or, I'm sorry, if you're going to be in the ring fully dressed with a microphone in your hand, you need to be more entertaining than two grown men beating the hell out of each other in a ring. And he did way, way better than that. He did. He, he did. Now, the other thing that I did want to talk about uh, before we move on to the commercial break, we have to talk about AEW. Um, so I'm going to talk about some key moments from there. I know you're not watching it. I know you're not watching it yet. I'm going to go. I'm going to go play with my cats. All right, you, you go play with the cats, and I'm going to talk to the people. <laughs> so man, 
AEW once again puts on a great, great show. Like I said, if if you're looking for a, a great presentation for professional wrestling on another level, and I'm not gonna say it's it's on a, it's it's definitely a level above NXT just because of the the crowd, the crowd sizes, and you know the, the presentation of it. The wrestling has has to catch up a little bit more, but uh, they they put on a great great product, man. Uh, you had Hangman. I'm sorry. You had um, you had Hangman Page versus Sammy Sammy Guevara, which was a, a very good match as well. Uh, of course, Hangman Page coming out with the W on that. Uh, you also had another another women's match that happened uh, with two unknowns, far, far as to me, because I haven't seen these two really compete. So these are new characters to me, and I'm I'm trying to get ready to definitely. To know them, but uh, we 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 had Shayna and uh, Sheena. All right, I'm not gonna butcher that first name. I think it's Hiroku uh, Hiroku Sheena versus Shayna, but I'm I'm not gonna butcher that first name. My I think, Japanese. I think you did good. I did good. Hikaru. All right, all right. <laughs> but uh, it, it it was good. I mean, definitely. Um, AW is expanding far as finding more women talent, which is something they desperately need in order to make that women's division look legit. They're going to find who they need. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm against the, the, the rivalry of it, but to me, AEW has the money, the promotion. I was in Vegas. I saw giant banners of AEW. I went back to the hotel, turned the TV on, AEW. It was everywhere. If I've never heard of AEW, I for sure as hell do now. Um, and like I said, I'm, I don't hate it. I respect it. And same thing with Seth Rollins. I don't hate him. I respect him. When, when he when he changes to give me something I like, I'll like him. When AEW gives me something I like, and like you said, they have the talent, they need to build it. And once they do build it, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. But I think it's just going to be good wrestling's 25A, like you said. And it's going to be more entertainment to, for us to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the Rock and Roll Express, who was out there to present the titles to the winner of the tag team tournament. And Ortiz and Santana put them through the stage mm -hmm. um, listen man these guys they're old not saying like dead old but come on man you can't you can't be beating up on people like that especially at that he age a bump? he took a bump he, he went through the stage see now i have to watch that he went through the stage and to me it's like come on man look that's that's somebody granddaddy like you know don't don't do that man my god he's dead <laughs> don't 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 do that I mean, but uh, it, it was good seeing the Rock and Roll Express, the current NWA Tag Team Champions, yeah. uh, take a bump. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was definitely good seeing that. They still got it. They really do. They really do. Uh, we had the best friends in Orange Cassidy in action. And, uh, the best friends? Th that's the name of the tag team. Okay. Uh, the best friends, uh, we had uh, Trent, Trent and Chuck Taylor and uh, Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, uh, Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy uh, versus John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and QT Marshall. Now, I will say that the Rick and the Rick and Morty idea for AEW to definitely feature them in some type of way it it, it was genius. I, I will say that Adult Swim has to do a better job of promoting it because I only seen one tweet about AEW. Uh, and Rick and Morty doing a crossover for us from Adult Swim. So if they were looking to grab some of that that fan base from Adult Swim, very few of them heard about it because they didn't promote it well. 
They really didn't. The cosplay was great uh, as far as them dressing up as the characters. But, you know, one thing I will say is Orange Cassidy, he seems to be the biggest topic on Twitter. What do you think about him with the slow kicks, uh, the slow motion wrestling, the hands in the pockets, the shades doesn't come off. Here's my take on it. It's going to last, but I don't think it's going to last for a long time. That's my that's my whole thing about it. I mean, I know I, I know that he can move. He can actually wrestle. That I do know from seeing previous matches of him on Power Slam TV. But other than that, if he doesn't, I'm not going to say if, if he doesn't. If AEW doesn't loosen the ranks and let him just be him all the way out, then I believe that character is gonna be get it's gonna get stale. I mean, not to compare it to Adam Rose in any type of way because those are two different type of characters. Period. But even with Adam Rose, with the whole uh, the rosebuds in the in the train, and the same thing with No Way Jose with the with the party, that kind of just old. it got old. It, it faded out. The he party was cool. over. Yeah, he, he looks cool. He's got the image. He looks cool, chill as fuck. Like. Honestly, or slow motion wrestle, slow motion wrestles. He slow motion wrestles. Uh, so basically, so basically, if he kicks you, it's in like a slow motion kick, but he taps you. I don't like that. See, it's like you know, that's for, AEW. Yeah, that's oh. that's an AEW. Yeah. But he also did this on the Indies as well. But he also did other things on the Indies People that was like before it? that. The kids love it. Okay, oh, okay. The like kids, Fortnite. yeah, the kid, the kids love it. Like, like Fortnite. Yeah, great example. I can't play that shit. Mm-hmm. It's not realistic. No, and that's the point that I'm getting to when it comes to Orange Cassidy. Not realistic. It doesn't feel realistic if we're looking to have wrestling have that more of a. If they're trying to present a sports feel mm-hmm. to to the product, then I don't know how long that's going to last. It's not going to. You know, before they before they pull pull the rug back and say Orange Cassidy, crank it all the way up. I need you to take the hands out the pocket and I need you to wrestle wrestle. I mean, looking at his pictures, one of his promos, he's got. You know, the rugged look, the glasses on, he's got the, the, the ripped jeans, and he's got a shirt um, of himself wearing a shirt of himself wearing a shirt of himself wearing a shirt of himself. That cocky ass, that it's like a new school Miz to me. I, I, I really like the image, but if you're saying the slow motion bullshit, I don't know about that. Like, here's my thing, and I swear to you, and you know what? I'm going to propose this question, and you all can add us at Marshall Mikes, or you can uh, add us at Marshall Mikes on Instagram or Twitter, and I'll do it on the Book of Faces. I never promote it. But here's my thing. If that character was presented in WWE, would you shit on it? Or would you enjoy it the same way in AEW? That's the Twitter question out there. It would be shit all over. Oh, man. It would be diarrhea shit all over. If they came out in WWE, they'd be, oh, look at at this. Oh, look at Vince doesn't know what he's doing. But the fact that you could have a a turd costume come out in AEW and the fans are going to be like, that's so cool. That's awesome. That's why the the majority of the fans in AEW like AEW because it's not WWE. That's exactly what it is. Can't get behind that. I mean, I remember remember when it was first announced, we we had people out there... I'm AEW for life. I'm like, they even had a fucking match yet. AEW <laughs> for life. They haven't had a match. They're a month old. They're, they're, and they're this, a t-shirt company. Yeah, basically. when they were quote unquote a t-shirt company. Like for me, I didn't want to jump on the bandwagon. Like I, I kind of wanted to wait 
and see the progression of this company. But were you excited that there was more wrestling coming? Oh, I was definitely so excited. Was you know, I was excited more wrestling was so coming, was but I was kind of disappointed in the fans who were just New Japan wrestling for life like four months before their announcement. Mm-hmm. And then everyone jumps ship. Oh, it's New Japan for life. It's ROH for life. And as soon as AEW is announced, I'm AEW for life. Oh, God. Fuck, fuck ROH, fuck New Japan. It's I'm like school. I'm still NWO for life. Yeah, too sweet me. <laughs> so it's like you know, for for me, it's 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 just one of those things. Is like you have you, you have the fans that are legitimate fans, and you have fans that are just jumping on to the next hot topic. Oh yeah, that's like uh, Golden State Warrior. You know, Golden State Warrior for life. But your last you know last three years of their Facebook profile pictures, they had Miami Heat hat, hat the hats on, Patriot hats. On. Right, right, right. You know, it's like, hey, to, to all the bandwagon fans out there, hey, I get it. Choo-choo. You want to be accepted. That's cool. But here's my thing, and I'm going to leave it at this before we take a commercial break. Don't shit on a product if you don't want people shitting on your favorite product. Me, 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 me. Just enjoy it. It's wrestling. Like, you don't understand how good this is to have, like, almost 10, 10 promotions that you can watch on television on a weekly basis. It's like being a Mormon married to five wives. There we go. Bingo. I mean, but, you know, this is the greatest time in wrestling ever. I think we shouldn't be shitting on anything, period. I think we should take the time to enjoy this, kind of go back, and if you're a comic, book, a comic book fan, stand back and just read every single issue, learn these characters. I mean, don't don't shit on it because it's not your cup of tea. Get get the time to actually like really look at have it. Have like, your own opinion. Yeah, have your own opinion. Don't don't just go with the mass majority. You know that's don't, my whole thing. Don't listen to six nine. Don't listen to Jaconia. Get your own get your own opinion on it. Take your time and watch it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. If you do, you do. And uh, that's why wrestling is not what twenty three six no twenty four seven no 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 it's uh twenty five eight. That's exactly right. And speaking of that, to tell you about some more wrestling twenty five eight, we're gonna go to, go to a quick commercial break and the voice that you're gonna hear is the homeboy Doug Douglas telling you about how to go ahead and start a podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh make sure you do download Anchor. Go ahead, start up a podcast, get it out there. It's available on all major networks such as I don't know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we do have it for Radio Public, CastBox, Pocket Cast, and a host of others. But on to the big part of the news today. Some podcasters are not covering it. Guess what? We are. We're going to talk about Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel had a very, very great turnout this year. It was a lot better then last year's Crown Jewel, if you did catch it, where we had Oldberg versus Undertaker. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. This was 10 times better, and it meant something because for the first time ever in Saudi Arabia, we had a women's match. A women's match. Look how big that is and how far they have come. Just Saudi Arabia as a, as a country, but... You know, that's that's big time. This is hope. It's, it's really hope. I mean, these women are just not too long ago getting the chance to actually drive vehicles. Now they're able to actually see women's matches. This is inspiration to all the women in Saudi Arabia. And kudos to WWE. If you are shitting on that, you are the issue with wrestling. Part of the problem. You're, you're probably the problem. You can't be nearsighted trying to see the vision. 
The fact that Vince McMahon, anybody on the roster, us as fans, we cannot change what a country's doing. We cannot change their government. We cannot change their hatred. The best thing we can do as wrestling fans, as a community and the universe that we are, is bring positivity and happiness to a country that has, uh, you know, it, from what we see, shit lives, shit uh, ways. You know, women aren't respected, you know, um, just the men are allowed to do certain things. And uh, the fact that when that women's match ended, they went straight to a woman. And I don't know who that was or the significant of that was. And I will dig deeper into that. But a woman was the spotlight for, in that, that night. Um, we can't change. Like I said, we cannot change what's going on, but we can do our best to bring happiness. And that's exactly what Vince is doing. The devil himself is bringing happiness. And, you know, I like the fact that they're actually changing the world instead of just using it as a catchphrase. Mm -hmm. That's not a stab at, you know, the elite or anything like that. I mean, people always use the phrase, change the world, change the world. Be the change. Be the change. Like you said earlier before we started the show, that that's actually being the change. And that, that was great to see overall. And I'm not going to lie, I got a little emotional seeing it myself. Mm -hmm. It was like, I kind of felt like one of those fans out there who would have never experienced something like that. And we have to look at the fact that these fans don't get these type of shows year-round. They don't. They're, they're, not like, they're not like the fans in the U.S. who are spoiled because we get these shows that come to our town two to three times a year. Mm -hmm. Two to three times a year, and that's only including the the television and pay-per-view. That's not even including the, the live shows that they do that are not televised. Was it paid for by, quote-unquote, blood money? Get out of here with that. Listen, if we're talking about blood money, listen, stop pumping gas. Boom. Exactly. And you couldn't have been you couldn't have hit the nail more center on the head right there. That the fact is is that um you can't pick and choose what's bad. Oh well, well, well yeah, you you fill up that nice car you got? Well shame on you. You know how people died for that gas? You know how people died for that oil? Oh well, you know, Vince got paid for this money. Well he's not Entertaining the murderers and and and, and uh, advertising murder and and no women rights. He's bringing positivity and happiness to to a country like I said with nothing really in the aspect of of something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is something definitely to look forward to. But uh, you see the kids in the crowd when they do the zoom in on their faces. It, it it reminds me of when I was a kid in the crowd and for them to experience that and like you said once. In a while, not every every. Oh, we can go to this show. We can go to SmackDown. We can go to Raw. We can go to NXT. We can go to AEW. They don't have that. We're giving them a WrestleMania experience every time. And I, I look at that. I got goosebumps right now talking about it. It's it's amazing what what we're doing for them. And like you said, we're we're, we're you know as wrestling fans, we can only support the change that that WWE is trying to create in that country. Exactly, but we have to talk about some of the good highlights from that card. Oh, yeah. Now, some people were pissed about the Cain Vasquez, uh, I'm sorry, Cain Velasquez match and Brock Lesnar. It was two minutes. All right, whoop the fucking do. It's two MMA proven fighters, two proven USC former heavyweight champions. They advertised that the whole build was off of something that happened in USC years ago. What the fuck did you expect to happen? But if the match would have went long, it would have been, oh, that match was too long. That's not believable. Pro wrestling fans like to bitch about pro wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> and I thought it was perfect. The only thing that I would have added to it, drop the ring ropes, put a cage around it, Boom. make it feel more like a legitimate USC fight. Exactly. There we go. But I 
from from a uh, from from a from a visual of watching UFC and watching WWE, I just had to imagine that there was an octagon around there. If I would have put my imagination there, I would have thought nothing oh, yeah. of it. I mean, you could I, drop a whole hell of a cell around a ring. You can, yeah. you can drop an eight-sided cage around there. Even even keep the ropes. Yeah. Keep it as a wrestling match, but throw the octagon around there. Just, just as a, kind of just a spit in the face to Dana White himself. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it, it, it felt like a legitimate UFC uh, mixed martial arts uh, fight. It was. It looked real. Yeah. It looked scripted. It, but it, a lot of the shots and... and you know, God knows a lot of those shots could have been, you know, these are two grown men that take kids to the face. Yeah. Hit me, man. Let's go out there and get it. I mean, thank God that uh, Brock didn't take another hit to the face. Maybe he would have got a matching scar. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed him. You got to understand that Kane is actually hurt. He he actually went to that match hurt. What's he injured? Leg injury? A leg injury. And he's going to be getting uh, surgery on that. He should be flying back to the States now. To the fact certain. that he was even out there. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to give it to him. I mean, this is his first WWE match. Of course, he, he had a great match in AAA, but he was hurt even then. Mm. So, you know, I understand Vince. Vince wants to make sure that he keeps him protected. This is an this is investment. You got to look at this as well. This company's paying you X amount of millions of dollars to go out there and put on the show. I'm going to protect my investment. It's not bad. No. He's not bad at what he's, I mean, for, for dipping his toes in, he's not bad at all in ring. No, he's not. He, he, he's not whatsoever. But on on to the next match, because the fans were pissed about that one. We had Mansoor versus Cesaro. That, Jesus, that was a, that was a great, a great showcase. I mean, Mansoor, shout out to him. This guy looks legit. I mean, he, he did go against Cesaro, who's. Powerhouse. Powerhouse. This guy can wrestle with anybody and make them look like a star. Yeah. But Monster actually looked like a star on his own. He has what it takes. I mean, what is he, uh, second, third generation? Monster? I'm not sure. He's a, he seems like he was born to be a wrestler. Um, and the chemistry they had in the ring to me was just flawless. I mean, like you said, though, Cesaro can make me look like the best, so. Props to Cesaro for sticking with it. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we may see Mansoor in NXT US. I know we got a glimpse of him in NXT UK. Uh, another match that the fans didn't like, and I'm not going to lie, uh, it, it was shitty. Uh, we had Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman. That's the one match I didn't see. That's the one match that I'm glad that you didn't see. <laughs> because I I wish I had that whole Men in Black thing where they just... Yeah, inspiration <laughs> memory. Like, where's Will Smith when when you need him? When you really need him. That sucked. Uh, the the website I'm reading it off uh, rated it a D. <laughs> I'm gonna rate it an F. Um, for what the fuck was that? It, it it was a count out via count out. Tyson Fury gets a W. Still remaining undefeated. Bron got counted out. Bron got counted out, man. How long was the match? The match was roughly. I don't know the time on the match. I just know the match went longer than what it should have. Oh Jesus! Uh, the Rock lap match should have been longer than that. Exactly. It, it it was bad. Was he boxing him? Yeah, you of course. You know the boxer's gonna do the boxing thing. Yeah. You know, throw some jabs, kind of like when Floyd Mayweather fought the Big Show. Do some jabs. Did Bron look like a bitch though? No, Bron. I don't want to say like a bitch, but he didn't look like the monster. Okay. 
He looked like he looked like a guy who was trying to dress up as a monster on Halloween. So he looked like the the man among monsters. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we also had another great match that another great match that happened there as well. Humberto Carrillo versus AJ Styles. Humberto Carrillo is going to be a mega star on Raw. And mark my words. That's who I met when I said third generation, my bad. Yeah, he, he's the third generation. That's who I met. His brother is uh, Angel, Angel Garza. Mm-hmm. And I believe Angel Garza is re- related to Andrade, but I could be wrong. He's got it, man. Yeah. That's who I was talking about before. Um, my, my apologies for mixing that up. Oh, no, no problem, no um, problem. It was, he's just, uh, the like, when he, when he does that, when he did that backstage, he jumped off the top ropes and turned. It was on Raw. Yeah. And, and, like, we keep going back to Raw dibbling, but it was a headbutt. Yeah, but it was in slow. Like, he <laughs> it, he jumped fast, and he turned in slow motion. Like, like an angel from the heavens coming down. Now, not not to jump back and forth, but if Orange Cassidy can do that in AEW. Boom. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yep. But uh, that, that's some slow motion I can deal with. Yeah, I mean, li- literally, this, this website... And turn. <laughs> yeah, this website got. I mean, it took the words out my mouth. Um, oh, by the way, that website is Google that shit. Um, Google that shit. But uh, it was definitely good. Definitely good to uh, see that match. AJ Styles makes anyone look great. Everybody. But, but once again, Humberto Carrillo is a guy who can hold his own weight. Yeah. He's. I, I'm sorry, but listen, mark my words right now. Uh, by let's say by the Royal Rumble. He's going to have a title. Intercontinental. Intercontinental, for sure. Intercontinental. If not Intercontinental U.S., I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how, how they're going to spin that off of AJ. I can see. But definitely coming. One of those two, Intercontinental or U.S. title, for sure. He deserves it. I mean, he's going to be one of those out-there-every-night fighters. And Andrade, too. Yeah. He's, I mean, like I said in the last podcast, um, he came from NXT here. He, he was running it, running it in NXT. Came here. Started fading, started fading, and boom, came back. And he's just—he—he he can't look past the guy. That—that—that that, that Mex- those Mexicans—they got that—they got that talent. They love it. It's been like you said—it's been in the blood. It's, been, it's in their blood. They breathe it. They live it. Lucha Libre is uh, one of the most exciting forms of wrestling that you can watch. El Lucha. I love it. Uh, I definitely love it. Even even sometimes, honestly, when I'm home and I'm scanning through my channels, if if Triple A, if I see Triple A at all, I stop. I have it on my phone too. I stop it and I'm watching because you're gonna see some exciting shit. And the announcers are crazy. Yes, yes, yes. But not to get too caught up. Yes. How do you feel about that Team Hogan versus Team Flair? No. 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 Not not at all. It was just. It, it was too much to me. It was, you know, guys that you wouldn't see on a team, on a team. And, I mean, there was parts of it, don't get me wrong. There's parts of the match that were like, oh, cool, but nah, no, no. Yeah, cool. And then, I don't know what they're doing with Ricochet with that outfit on. He, he looked like, uh, basically like Braun Strowman ate Superman and Iron Man, chewed him up and spit him out, and out came Ricochet. I mean, I get it. He's a superhero. He's, he, you know, I love that they're building him up as a superhero. He, they said that he's like a man that's like a superhero. Don't dress him up like a fucking superhero. He looks ridiculous out there. He looks like a little kid that's just excited to be out there with his friends. Well, it looks like he was getting ready to go trick-or-treating. <laughs> but no, Ricochet actually dressed up as All Might, uh, which is a which is a comic book character. Oh, wow. Also a TV show character there. But that's who he dressed up as. Uh, my first time ever reading or seeing about this All Might guy. I never heard of it. Uh, I'm not that big into comics. No. I should be because I'm a wrestling fan, which is like live action comics. 
but uh, it was definitely good. I actually read read this tweet from, uh, and I'm going to give them a shout out, Wrestling Inc. Uh, on Twitter. Uh, they say, fans, Herberto Carrillo looks like the Power Ranger. Ricochet, hold my beer, and out comes. <laughs> which is uh, which is definitely right. I mean, make sure to check that Twitter out, guys. You need to see the pictures. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to see this. Shout out to wrestling.com. Uh, but finally, the main event: Seth Rollins versus the Fiend, and mm. the wrestling fans got what they wanted. Saudi Arabia got what they wanted. That too. I don't think anybody really wanted to see that match again after what they did last time. Um, I, I love I love the Fiend. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's the craziest thing I've seen in the last ten years. Um, but the red light, it's too too dark, and you you can't. And like uh, you mentioned before the podcast, with they tried it with Kane. They knew it doesn't. They, they know it doesn't work. Um, it's dangerous. You can't see some of your spots you're doing it. It's a risk of injury. I just I think it's the fact that the Fiend himself is enough. Turn the lights on. Let people see that monster. Let him see those yellow eyes and stuff. And you know, let him run his car. He knows what he's doing. Exactly. I mean, the the red light. If you're there live, it looks great. Yeah. Like if you watch it on TV, it's like I don't know if this is Pornhub or what's what's going <laughs> on, but it's kind of hard to see. Like I, I'm, I'm I'm dating myself here, but you know, back when I'm back in my day, we had the cable boxes. Back in the day, it had like the two three buttons on the front. And you would have to finagle with the cord in the back to try to get the channels that you didn't pay for. Yeah. So so it'll come out like in squiggly lines, and sometimes it'll be like red or whatever. <laughs> like that's that's what it felt like. I felt like I was watching uh, stolen cable. <laughs> or you know, I'm trying. I'm 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 trying to remember the channel, the, the Playboy channel, or or, or Hustler, whatever. Cinemax. Cinemax. I mean, <laughs> well, you, you can get that now, but you know, I'm just saying. But it, it it felt like something that you didn't pay for. So I'm just sitting there like, man, this red light is really fucking up my eyes. But it's cool for the entrance, and maybe like the beginning, like the Hell in a Cell, that was okay. It was okay. But I think Seth should have bitch turned it back on, yeah. and and it shouldn't have been a thing this time. But yeah. Saudi Arabia, they give them exactly what they want, though. It's, I mean, but you. Got gotta look at it they're basically paying for a show like at this point you can you can tell me that you want me to dress roman reigns as the colonel from kfc <laughs> roman reigns is gonna come out as colonel sanders and he's gonna like it he's gonna have to like he's it he's gonna have to with that money shit oh gosh said if you tell me if you tell me you you want me to dress up as barney or the <laughs> fucking luchasaurus i'm dressing up as luchasaurus that's a tall ass luchasaurus that's <laughs> a six nine luchasaurus, luchasaurus. But, but i'm gonna i'm gonna do it uh, but well, didn't they want on the last one they wanted yokozuna the guy demanded yokozuna he wanted he gets a pick whoever's paying for this they pick who they want in yeah. the matches he wanted yokozuna he didn't know yokozuna was dead and once again, that's that's another thing about it. They don't get to see as much content. Hey. They don't get to see the live product as much. I mean, they're getting it. It's basically bootleg through through the system. Yeah. And they're getting it two or three weeks later, probably. But like our red channels. Exactly. So, <laughs> I was happy as a fan to see Bray Wyatt win. But yeah, my whole thing is with him being on SmackDown. Does this automatically put him back to Raw? That's it, a bigger question. Does this rivalry stop? Where does it go next? Well, we got a big announcement about Survivor Series yeah. out of the whole ordeal, you know, for the first time ever, as Michael Cole likes to do it. Give me your best Michael Cole impersonation. Uh, kissing Vince's ass. 
Well, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> For the first time ever, we're going to have Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT Survivor Series. And it's like, I am so pumped for that. I love it. But I would love to hear Morrow make that announcement over Michael Cole. We have Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all in one ring. Mama Mia. Like, I would love to hear Morrow do it. And this is not a shot of Michael Cole, but Morrow is the voice of the future. Michael Cole is the voice of the past. He's a new age Jim Ross. I mean, you remember when Jim Ross, when shit happened, you like you want you jumped out of your seat and stayed out of your seat because of Jim Ross. When mankind went off the cell, you'll never forget the words you heard and the way you heard it because of Jim Ross. And he, he's the same way, man. He's he's got it. He's got it. Which is why we have sound clips of him inside of the intro. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but shout you know, out. shout out to Morrow once again. That's like the third shout out. I think Morrow's going to retweet this. But um, <laughs> we can only hope. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's retweeted us in the past. Bingo. Uh, but um, one one of the good things coming out of that announcement, uh, we're gonna get to see NXT displayed, and it's not like they didn't have takeovers before, but they're actually with main roster main roster guys. So this is actually giving them that bump that they so desperately need at I this can't moment. Wait. So, I mean, can you just imagine Adam Cole, Brock Lesnar, and The Fiend in the ring in a triple threat match? Wow. Or could you imagine AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and... No, because he's not the champion. Roger Strong. Okay. But we don't know what could happen up until then. Well, you're right. You're right. I'd love to see Velveteen. Or... he wore those pants that said, call me up, Vince. Yeah. Not (laughs) happening. Because no. NXT is a thing now. Exactly. Uh, you can have stars like Becky Lynch. You can have Bailey and Shayna Baszler Ooh. in the ring, triple threat style. It doesn't wow. get better than that. I can't wait, man. And it, like like you said, the NXT's takeovers are amazing because they're proven. Now they're going to be proving it with with people they're looking up to even more. It's, this is just going to be incredible. Maybe, just maybe, this is the one-up. This is the edge that kind of brings the people back to the product or strikes the interest of fans even more that are still with the product. You know, this this can go either way. I mean, this is this is, this is awesome. Uh, Light of a better word. I mean, there, there's so many matches that you can have uh, with NXT coming into the fold with uh, Survivor Series. This is, this is going to be great. For business, it's gonna be best for business. Can't wait to see where it stems off too, like you said, and the how they brought the women's tag team to NXT. I can't wait to see after Survivor Series how they start mixing it up more. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, gonna, it's definitely gonna be something. I mean, you, you just have to look at the fact that this this could lead to a lot of potential feuds that carry over. Maybe you get some Raw guys and SmackDown guys going to NXT to take over. You know, Ooh, like the uh, when Raw, atta- uh, when over, SmackDown, yeah. came over to take over Raw. Let's see if NXT does some shit. Like oh that. man, that would be great. That that would be so great. You can only be so lucky. But you know what? There there was a rumor uh, in the rumor mill going around that WWE is considering having a War Games match for Survivor Series. Oh my God! So. I don't know how, how I'm going to feel about that because we're going to get it on Saturday night. Well, like four guys from each brand? Four guys from each brand in a War Games match. But my thing is, it's like we just, we're going to get that the night before. With twice. W- with women, men, and then mixture. And then, 
yeah so i i don't know maybe i i, I don't want them to oversaturate it yeah. but it's only done once once a year so maybe uh, maybe three times it will be good third time's a charm it's right? like getting a blowjob once a year from your wife i mean when you do it you want it three times in one weekend all of us can't be so lucky um, <laughs> so with that being said i mean this show was definitely a quick show i mean we're not even at a whole hour in which is kind of good for the listeners but before we leave i'm going to definitely say this make sure you tune in to the next episode episode number 93 we've got a lot of huge things going on there huge announcements we do have a exclusive interview coming up from a former roh talent that's all i can say and um hey ladies and gentlemen we're out.